Midnight breaks, I hear the tires squeal. Red light can't stop, so I spin the wheel. My world goes black before I feel an angel lift me up, and I open bloodshot eyes into fluorescent white. Flip the siren, hit the lights, close the doors, and I am blind. Hello and welcome. I am Tim Hutchins. And this is the EMS Podcast. We're finally back with some new original content for the first time in quite a while. The last episode featuring me was in March of 2022, which means the last set of interviews I actually conducted were back in January of 2022. Uh, Before I dive into why that is, uh, first I want to send out an apology to uh, paramedic Greg Lundahl. He graciously gave his time to chat with me, and by the time I was ready to edit the thing, I had reached peak burnout. And I've just been sitting on it since then. So, Greg, if you're listening, I'm sorry. We'll get it out there eventually. I also want to thank Kevin Gustina for volunteering to interview some great guests and produce content for the show while I was away. Thank you very much, Kevin. So, let's talk about this hiatus. Why did I suddenly abandon this thing that I'm incredibly proud of? It's a little bit of a long story, but here's the cliff notes. Eight years ago, on my 30th birthday... A switch inside me flipped. I had spent, to to that point, my entire life saying, I don't want kids. All of a sudden, I was struck with something I didn't know dudes could get. Baby fever. I I vividly recall standing at the Old Gates Arena with a group of my closest friends, having a cigar, and telling them that I had this desire for a kid, and watching it, like, ripple off their faces. Up to that point, none of us had ever talked about that kind of thing. Each one of them has a kid now. I, unfortunately, do not. And that's where the real meat of this story comes in. My wife and I decided we wanted to have a kid and uh, started off with a, you know, when it happens, it happens approach. Suddenly, a few years had passed and uh, there was no tiny hutch keeping us up at 3 a.m. So we visited doctors, found some issues, got them fixed, went back to edit, and uh, still no kid. So we went down the IVF route, and uh, let me tell you, that is a, that's a path. We met an incredibly kind doctor who looked us in the eye and said, in the least creepy way possible, I'll get you pregnant. I can't even begin to get into the hellish process that is IVF, because really, I was just a passenger through the whole thing. It was my wife who had to endure the surgeries, the endless shots, the hormonal changes, all the physical aspects that come with pregnancy. Frankly, she's a fucking rock star. She overcame so many anxieties and fears to help our dream come true. It's really one of the most selfless things I've ever seen anyone do, and I I respect the hell out of her for it. I obviously love the hell out of her for it. Uh, It was uh, just an amazing thing to watch. The bottom line is is that IVF is all-consuming. It eats up entire months in the blink of an eye. Every single thing you plan or think has an asterisk. That asterisk that just says, can we be where we need to be when we have to do X? Our doctor wasn't wrong, though. Through his guidance, we got pregnant. A bunch. And every single one of those was lost. I've spent a lot of time thinking about each one. First, miscarriage is a really cold term. It's just so clinical and doesn't really dive into how it feels. Each pregnancy was lost at different times, but typically it was at around the six to eight week mark. 
That means we had nearly two whole months of that very real, holy shit, we're going to be parents feeling. That means we worked out names. We started plotting out the work we'd have to do to the house, creating the wish list of the stuff we'll need, talking about all the shit you need to do to prepare for a kid who'll be here in nine months. Now, there's... There's a lot of shit information out there when it comes to how to handle the miscarriage. Something I see over and over again is uh, a phrase, the woman becomes a, a mother the moment she knows she's pregnant. A man doesn't become a father until he sees the child for the first time. And I, I wholeheartedly disagree with that because I was so ready for it every single time. Fully invested in this whole wild adventure we were about to go on. Beyond excited. And each time that was ripped away from us in an instant. Well, actually not an instant. We'd show up for an ultrasound and there'd just be nothing on the screen. You'd see the doc trying really hard and repositioning and searching for any sign of life. And then he would sigh. That fucking sigh. It's the kind of sigh that only a doctor who's delivered this devastating news too many times kind of sigh. So, uh, cue depression. And we're not talking your normal, I've got the blues. We're talking the existential, what's it all mean kind of depression. Over the years, I've been a big advocate for therapy and medication. I'm talking this kind of depression that made my, my medication turn on me. Made therapy seem pointless. Made everything seem pointless. Nothing worked to get out of this slump. But, you know, time heals all things, right? So we'd try again. And again, we'd hear that sigh. Rinse, repeat. You know, the textbooks call them embryos and zygotes and have all different kinds of names for them. There's endless debates about when life actually begins. That's not what I'm here to talk about. But for me, each one of those babies was real. Each one of them had a name. And they had two people who were ready to provide everything it could ever want. And it all went away in an instant. Hell, just a few days ago, our doctor basically told us it's not worth trying anymore. And the odds just aren't in our favor. This thing, the thing everyone says is the greatest thing they've ever done, just isn't in the cards for us. What do you do with that information? In fact, it was so recent that I still don't even know how to fully process what he said still kind of numb to the whole conversation it's like that scene in breaking bad when he hears he's got cancer but he's just staring at the mustard stain on the doctor's coat it's kind of like that cognitive dissonance that i was experiencing and still am experiencing so it's uh it's feels pretty fucking bleak right and uh that kind of brings us to where we are today you couple that with a home invasion a stolen car a part-time job that underwent some radical change for the worse. A vacation that was plagued by just all the wrong stuff and another robbery. And uh, that's why I've stepped away from the show. I simply haven't had the energy to do this. I wanted to, but I couldn't find the will to do it. I love this show. I'm proud of the conversations that we have and the stigmas that we're de-stigmaing. It feels really good to do this. It scratches a lot of my interests, itches, the itchy interests. I don't know how to put that, but it's a good combination of I like talking to people and I enjoy the technology of it. The chats are fun. 
and I hope you enjoy listening to them as much as I've enjoyed creating them. So we're going to try this whole show again. I've got a handful of really great chats coming out over the coming months, and uh, hopefully even more to come after that. The hurt's still there. I'll probably be unpacking that for a really long time. And it's been there for so long now that it feels like it probably won't go away. Logical me knows that it will, but we're not in logic mode yet. So here I am. We're going to try and overcome and push through. As always, if you or anyone you know are struggling, please reach out for help. There are some links in the show notes and at our website, www.theemspodcast.com. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the new episodes. I hope this didn't bum you out too much. I just wanted to give you some context as to why we took a break. New episodes will start rolling out really soon here. We've got a bunch of great interviews coming up and hopefully even more to come after that. So thank you. Enjoy the show. Look out for each other out there. Steal me from the beating of death and